do Occasionally Awesome episode. 179? Yep. You remembered. Because yeah. I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, man. We're nearing we're nearing the 200 mark. And then uh, then we'll put this baby to bed. <laughs> no. Um, Just kill it. Yeah, it's over after 200. Um, shit, I gotta get this closer. Would you, okay. okay, would you just... What? <laughs> if, I, if I leaned back, the headphone would have pulled um, pulled the whole thing down. We'd have had to start over. Right. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, we'll make the intro real quick. Uh, do you have anything you want to tell uh, the world about? Nothing new. Same. You can buy my Toy Machine skateboards on ToyMachine.com. Yes, you can. Or other skate places online. Whatever. Your local skate shop seems to have them. So <laughs> they don't seem um, to have the one with the girl's nipple in it as much, but uh, they have the other ones. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. That is, Whatever. I, I'm not even kind of. That's total bullshit. It depends on the area. Like the one, the skate shop I really like in the OC, they ordered all of them except that one. Weird. You think a yeah. skate shop would not have... I think it depends on the neighborhood. It's a bummer for that writer. He may sell less boards and get less money. That sucks. Yeah. You should push that one harder though, online. Yeah. Maybe. Um, that's lame. Anyway, um, yeah, those are available and everyone should get one. If you haven't seen them, they, they can see them on your Instagram. Yeah, they're on my Instagram and you can see them on toymachine.com. Okay. Um, and uh, I... Oh, yeah. December 14th, uh, new material night at the Comedy Store. Provided they don't cancel it last minute, because the fucking people who run the goddamn shows there are dumb. You hear that? You're dumb. Um, so provided that doesn't happen, then I will have my new material night, um, December 14th, 8 o'clock, belly room. Lineup to be announced. It's always good, though, so you yeah. can count on that shit. Um, you want to do it? I can't do it the 14th, but yeah. Okay. So maybe January then? Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, it'll be a good one. Uh, and it'll be posted at com, and then I'll like Instagram or tweet about it. Um, that's at 8 o'clock. Tickets for five bucks. Um, New Year's, San Francisco, New Year's Eve. I'm at Cobb's Comedy Club with Greg Fitzsimmons, Emo Phillips, Beth Stelling. It's like a bunch of comics doing ringing in the New Year's together. Uh, that will be a fun, fun event. So if you are in San Francisco those shows are the December 29th through the 31st um get tickets at Live Nation or Ticketmaster uh or NickYousef.com there'll be a link go to that uh come to a show and that's it right now um you wanna introduce our guest? our guest I've talked (laughs) this is your third time? My third time, and it's my one-year anniversary. Yeah. It's your one-year anniversary time. of having Sarah Novia, therapist uh, extraordinaire, on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Um, you may have heard her voice, if not here, on another podcast. Yes, the, Jerry Ferrara's podcast, Bad for Business. The Bad for Business podcast. Mm-hmm. B for B. Yeah. Um, I'll do their couples therapy on there. Yeah, which uh, you told me to listen to the the episodes <laughs> where you actually gave them uh, therapy sessions. Those are really good. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. yeah. And I'm officially I can give couples therapy in the state of California now. I've oh, been cool. endorsed. Oh. So it That's took cool. me, endorsed. Really it took me five years. Is it like getting a license? It is. It's like an additional. So in Connecticut and everywhere else I'm licensed it includes couples and in California they have a really strong uh, MFT union okay. and so they have 
uh, excluded LPCCs from being able to Can treat Can I guess couples. what MFT stands for? Surely. Motherfucking... Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. therapy yeah. Is that right? <laughs> Marriage and family. But oh, so fuck, close. So no, close. It's, that's not actually true. It's motherfucking therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we, we should change it to motherfucking therapy. You guys just therapy. did. I think it just changed. <laughs> and so right. it's a, just this tight network where they bounced everybody else out and you have to spend a lot of time in applications proving that you wow. can't. And you can't do it until it's there. So I've, Damn. I, I've been not treating couples for years. So now you can it. do... You do primarily women. Yes, I primarily treat women couples. 20 to 40 with anxiety and or depression, trauma, okay. and grief. Okay. And now you're going to do couples. Couples as well. And yes. still no men. Probably not any men. Fuck. <laughs> Sexism. Now, uh, <laughs> I would love to hear the, the couple problems of lesbian couples because I have quite literally no... I'd want to know if they're exactly the same, how yeah. they're different. I would watch a show that was just lesbian yeah. couple, couple therapy. I mean, I have treated a lot of lesbians, uh-huh. and they have problems like everyone else, but most of them are from moving in together too soon. Yeah, you haul no les- lesbians. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's the term. Yeah. That's you go on two what, dates and you really buy an apartment together. Yeah. That's yeah. So Slow cool. down, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, the general advice to lesbian girls. Slow it down. Yeah. I knew a girl who her friend was a gay woman, and she was moving in with a woman she had met, they had met one time. They had been. They met online. Wow. They had like what? FaceTime dating for mm-hmm. like months. They went on one trip. Like they, she flew across country to meet her in like the place where one of them lived, and then they moved in together. Get the fuck out! <laughs> it's, that's it's intense. Cr- that is giving me anxiety just hearing. Yeah, that. it's intense. We know. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, and it was like a I three month even. process. <laughs> She's moving in already. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. You know what that actually, because I, I, we were talking just before we started about being wrong about the election. So wrong. And I've always, I've always thought that like, since I'm divorced, being wrong about something that kind of large, it kind of instilled like a lack of trust in my own thought process (laughs) where I'm like, I was wrong about something relatively large. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Do you think? Do you feel like people are having maybe kind of a similar experience with the election? Because I, well, I mean, I was very sure of what I thought was going to happen, and and quite literally the opposite happened. Do you think America yes. got a divorce from progress? <laughs> <laughs> At least a trial separation. All right. Yeah. yeah. I think that the biggest element that came as a surprise is like we know people are really racist. That's a that's a fact in our country. It's terrible, but it's true, and we need to work on it. Never encountered a racist person in this country. <laughs> sure, and we had no idea how misogynistic people still were. Right, like even my Uber driver to Thanksgiving yesterday <clears throat> said he really didn't like Hillary's tone. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like I I I want a silent Uber. Can I get a si- I want a toggle on the app that's yeah. like if you don't want your driver to talk, I want to yeah. be able to hit that. It should be like a light that comes on. Yeah, like, yeah. like no the thanks, U in their man. window glows a certain color, and it's like oh no talking. He yeah. was telling me how tragic it was that Trump won, and then he had the butt. I really couldn't stand the sound of her voice. When she did her concession speech, she sounded so nice. I wish she could have sounded like that in the debates. And I was like, oh my God, my Uber driver hates women. Like, I can't, I can't take it. There's an old clip of Pat Buchanan. That's crazy. Being like, 
When she yells, you don't like the sound of her voice. And Pat Buchanan's voice, while he's saying that, sounds like a trumpet someone took a shit in. Like, he has one of the worst voices you've ever heard. And the balls to be like, it's her voice! Like, it's so horrendous. Also, as if Trump's voice is, like, soothing. No. Or something. He sounds like he has leather in his mouth. Is someone playing a jazz record? Oh, no, that's Donald Trump talking. (laughs) It sounds like there's gum in there. It's just a disaster. He sounds like he's, like... Like three days into like a throat cold or something, you know? It does sound like he has a yeah, cold all the time. he has a throat cold. Yeah, some kind of fucking weird... He doesn't want to use too many words because his throat hurts. So yeah. it's just like, we're going to look at it. What? Then And then what? Yeah, like we're going to have to really look at it. Okay. Yeah. His tone is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no, it was crazy. really painful to hear because it's like, oh, this is just a deep institutionalized misogyny that you have where you just can't stand the thought of a woman's voice being powerful. She didn't say anything aggressive at the debates. She mostly just countered his awful statements toward her. If anything, actually, the reason she was able to get ahead in the debates was because she stayed the course and was calm, so calm. and wasn't angry, yeah. wasn't losing her cool. No, smiled through got it. Got him to lose his cool. Yeah, That's she the wouldn't reason. take the bait. No. Yeah, if anything, her tone was like perfect. It kind of points <laughs> to how emotional some voters are to where like all the dudes, the fact that they got their feelings hurt by one woman or had a problem with one woman means Mm -hmm. don't trust all women. That's true. Instead, instead you should trust a man who's never had a political career before. (laughs) And his job history is highly debatable as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Trust a guy who's being sued by three different... There was actually a really sad internet clip of a mom who put her kid outside with a sign that said I got kicked out of my house because I voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, I heard about and, that. And a lot of people were saying this is abuse, like this woman's abusive. And and I think that's strong. I do, I do think it kind of made the kid's sense of safety waver a little yeah. bit. It wasn't a great idea. And right. I think that we should be teaching parents better ways to deal with their frustration than by taking it out on their small children. But she said, why did you vote for Donald Trump? And he said, because I recognized him on TV. Cool. And I think that that was, a it, 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 kids probably, I don't know, eight. But I think that was a lot of the country. Like, yeah. he seems successful because he's on TV and we're here and we know a lot of people on TV. So we're like, that's not a measure of success. Yeah. Sometimes it is. A lot of yeah. times it's luck. Sometimes it's sheer, I don't know what. Yeah. And yeah. so so when we see him, we're like, oh, it's just another jackass on TV. Yeah. And other people are like, that guy made it to television. He's a superstar. Well, also, I don't think most... I think a lot of people look at someone on TV and they don't have the sense that most people on TV aren't responsible for coming up with any of the words that came out of their mouth, even on a reality show. Yeah. There's several producers standing behind the camera going, do that again and maybe say something like this. Maybe say something like this. Could you look at him and do that? Could you... Like, it's not... It's not a hidden camera. No. Yeah, there's a beginning, middle, and end. There's like... It's not just like... Go for it. (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Right. Until now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, my therapist told me this is all anyone wants to talk about. It's all anyone talks about in their therapy. I mean, other things come up as well, but I have not had a session that did not involve this election. Yeah. In weeks. Like in the the majority of each session was that or just it would come up? I don't know that up. it's the majority, but there literally is not one client who hasn't mentioned it. Wow. Not one. 
And I imagine so. in this city, it's all people who are like shocked, can't believe. Well, that I mean, I told you I looked at the map, like the LA Times put a map. You could see how your neighborhoods voted, and in and around just this area, in a pretty wide circle, it's just about as blue as can be. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just not a lot of Trump voters. So I think like the si- the day after. It looked, the city looked in shock, like just around here and anywhere I went, people were just kind of like dazed. I had three meetings canceled the next day. Yeah. And the excuse was like, I just can't do it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, That was kind of annoying. I'm going to sit on my couch and watch TV, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I had so many sessions because people were calling like, can I come in? Do you have room? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I felt dumb spending the money to talk about it in therapy. Just, I don't know. I felt like I wanted to talk about it. It's the same way I feel about talking about it on stage. Right. I feel sort of silly talking about it, but it seems odd to ignore. Yeah, it's too yeah, much. Yeah, it's like it's, if it's like consuming talk. so much of your thought process. It's like we kind of have to address it or in one way or another. And yeah, I would go for therapy on stage with friends or who, you know, yeah. whoever I, wants to kind of get into it on some level. that as a part of the what makes me feel so bad about it is I feel ownership of it partially as a white person. That's interesting. That like you're like part of me feels like, Oh, I thought we were, we were kind of getting better. Like I thought we were doing better than this. So the thing is, is you're doing better. And as a white person, you want to be a representative of your scene. Right. And so, so because you're thinking like, I'm really, I'm, I think this is going very well. It's that group think of like everyone must be also. And I think California had a heavy hit of that where we were like, we're here. We understand what's going on. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to fly. And then all of our, you know, there was a lot of thing about like the shadow thinking and the echo Mm. chambers of like, yeah, what you what you put out there because you surround yourself with like minded friends. But I think that we had a lot of that and like I went to the polls and I was like high-fiving every black person I saw and I was so psyched I was like Hillary's gonna win oh my god this yeah. is amazing yeah. nope <laughs> the, I went to a Hillary victory party yeah people were crying yeah at it. <laughs> like we did not know and yeah no it just got like weirder and weirder but there, it's it's odd to feel kind of like that kind you're like oh I'm not People don't necessarily nah. think like me. And then even though you feel like you're right, you're like, wait a minute, am I out of touch with how people think or what a lot of people... Not, it's not the thing where you're like, am I out of touch with most people because numerically more people voted the way I voted than the way those people voted. Right. But you're still like, well... <laughs> still almost half though. It's yeah. almost half of the people who voted yeah. thought that Trump was a better idea than a seasoned politician. Yeah, I mean, well, what we said last week is it was the worst election to have experience. Because people were just like, we're sick of this shit in general. And that's what I think she fell victim to. But it just seemed like, it still seems like such an extreme choice. It's so extreme. A lot of people are saying, oh, they just wanted to, you know, shake things up. I think, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just think that's a dangerous way to do it. Like, hey, let's put somebody who has no idea what he's doing whatsoever, who has barely spent time in Washington, D.C. Let's shake things up. Oh, wait, and P.S., neo-Nazis support him. (laughs) Yeah. I think the, I wonder if the, uh, the viewpoint that that's such an he's such an extreme choice is another like uh kind of like for lack of a better term like another liberal bubble thought right because people if you look back to 2008 people felt the exact same way about obama 
Right. As where we were just like, oh my God, this is one of the greatest <laughs> days in American history, right, social yeah. progress. This guy is amazing. Hope, change, all this stuff. People in the states that are celebrating Trump now are like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. to America. He's a Muslim. Mm-hmm. He's going to take okay. away our freedom. We're all okay. going to die. But. Trump being elected president Mm -hmm. actually traumatizes people who didn't vote for him. And Obama being elected president only Mm. traumatized racists. Um, I don't know that. I don't know. That would be generalizing, I think, too. Do you think there would be this much trauma if Mitt Romney had won? No. no. What do you mean? No. Everybody would just go about it, be like, I didn't win. That sucks. I wish it were a Democrat. he had more political experience, which was a huge problem for them then. I'm just trying to compare right. Obama and, and Trump. And then they thought... But I don't think that's a fair comparison. I think it's an Obama-Mitt mm. Romney comparison. Like, I think that that's yeah. a more fair... Comparing Obama I mean, to Trump, yeah. it's like, this is a... We're comparing an experienced, amazing politician with someone who has none of that. Do you think it's... Right. Do you I mean, he had very... Compared to a lot of other... Most other presidents, Obama at the time had very little experience in politics. Like, he had experience, but he didn't have as much as, you know, McCain and all these other people who were running. But um, I think people still had this, like, sense of dread that was kind of unfounded. And some of it was racially based. Because, like, right. you're not going to accuse most white candidates of not being born in America, you know, right. but like, current yeah, they thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they thought he was because, you know, largely he's black. So right. they're like, they're, they're going to get the Africa thing from, from a white guy, you know? Right. So there was that. But my point is that like, they were oh, way overreaching with their fear and like America's going to fall apart yes, in the same way. I we, agree. In the same way we might be, because I don't, think ultimately like it's also still I can't I'm having trouble making this statement because nothing's even happened yet right. it's hard to wrap our brains around yeah because he hasn't done anything yet but like even in the last two weeks like if you look at how he's turned on so much of his campaign promises right. you're like well three of the major ones yeah so you're like well <laughs> already now it's not going to be as awful but are it's still we, gonna be bad. But, well, but are we worried about the then backlash from the people who voted for him on those campaign promises? What do you mean? The people who are going to be super angry because they said, I voted for you because mm-hmm. you said you were going to. Like, there were a lot of people who had throw Hillary in jail sure, yeah, hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he's not pursuing that at this right. point. So if you voted for him, if you're an angry white male in the middle of the country who hates women and hates black people and like voted for Trump because you want to see Hillary put in prison. Mm-hmm. And now that's not even on the table. Right. Do you think some a lot of the voting for him speaks to people thinking or having the opinion that the president doesn't have that much power to begin with? I think that that's what convinced a lot of people that it would be okay to vote for someone like this because it's like the president's kind of a puppet for the country. And yeah. like, he doesn't actually decide that much. But he is the figurehead. Like Obama is an amazing figurehead for our country. Right. He's a beautiful man. He's smooth. Yeah. He knows how to speak. He knows how to read. Like he is the guy. Yeah. And, and now we have someone who fumbles over very simple sentences we're going to send him to... Co- also, I'm worried about what he's like in other lands. Yeah. 
He's used to having he's things in wanna, New York City. I don't think he wants to go. He doesn't want to go to the White House. <laughs> yeah. He no. wants to stay in New York. I mean, I don't think he wants to do... a. I think you're going to see a lot of people that work for him becoming a lot more famous than those people normally become. He's going to really Ooh, lean into the figurehead part of all this. Well, because <laughs> you know, I'm sure like, you've where both... Where is my you know, signature stamp? Yeah, I'm, I'm mean, sure you've both cabinet members read the thing where he doesn't... He hasn't been taking his intelligence briefings. Yeah, he's taken a few so yeah, far. Like, but whereas Pence gets one every single day. Yeah, he's going to do a lot of the legwork and like so all those cabinet members. And that's why people are extra worried about the people he's appointing because right. they're the ones who can do yeah, all, they're all the damage. they're going to be oddly powerful. For right. their yeah. positions. Yeah. And they're the ones who, yeah, they'll they'll be able to, like, get things done, you know, whether good or bad. Hopefully I, not bad. I think the figurehead thing is the only thing that appeals to him. Right. Oh, I mean, of the course. victory rally charge, thing. Like, the victory rally thing he's doing. Like, he just likes the idea of being the president more than, like, the minutia of it seems like a mountain of worry and like just the worst deci- you're making the worst decisions every you're day you're a public servant yeah yeah. but all, I think you're just having to pick between two bad choices every day you're like well we're gonna either screw yeah. this group of people or right. this group of people like he wants to be like a rock star but he doesn't want to sit down and write good music but that's, but that's the know? thing just, that's, I just want to be on yeah. stage fucking rocking out with a fan on me dude yeah. Yeah. Hillary got oh. hammered for that for having to make hard decisions right yeah. that's part of the job and that's mm. why you elect someone who has been a public servant because sure. that person is used to deciding between but he was a rock able, and a he hard was place. able to go after all that and she couldn't she could go after the fact that he has no experience but he was able to go after all the times she's changed right. her mind on record right and like he just was able to use what's almost baffling about the whole thing is that his supporters liked him because he was an outsider in quotes you know and was gonna you know change things up drain the swamp all these different phrases and he just used politics to get elected. Right. He was just a brilliant politician. However you want to look at the guy, like he did a really great job, like saying one thing, lying, changing his mind, Not never caring. owning up to it because he knew it wouldn't matter because the very next day he'd give another speech that people would go, I can't believe it. And then when they're talking about that, he's on to the next thing. So it was just thing after thing after thing. It's really difficult for me to understand how people were so comfortable with that disconnect. I think a lot of people, because it's still politics and still an election, they heard because look how like how how fed up everyone is with Washington, right? And these elections and people going like, I don't believe politicians, I don't believe anything. They're looking at Trump like that's a breath of fresh air because he's just saying things in ways no other politician has said. But at the same time, I think a lot of people still don't really believe him. Whether it's he's going to get these things done or he actually hates Mexicans as much as he does. Be- Otherwise, why would so many Hispanics be standing there with... Fucking Trump signs. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense that they would believe that. Like, oh, he wants to get rid of me. I'm going to vote for him. They have to think like, he's just talking to to get attention and get TV time and get votes. When he said something and then would the next day say the complete opposite thing. Yeah. I think that both sides, when they heard the thing that they liked, Mm -hmm. said like, oh, he was just saying that other thing. Yeah. Um, You know, like. And is that a great technique to just say both sides of everything and be like, no, I'm, I'm really with well, you. I'm just saying that. Is you, if, you, if you 
if people think you're ridiculous, mm-hmm. then you get to be ridiculous almost all the time. Right. That because he, I thought he was so great at creating new normals. Oh, that all was the, the most unnerving. Part. Moving the bar all the time, <laughs> being lower. like, no, yeah, lower, lower, lower. lower, lower. lower. Yeah. He's like, what? I didn't call her a piece of shit, and everyone's like, you know what? That's yeah. didn't true. Call her a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hit her. And you're like, yeah, you didn't. Is he would create these new normals all the time. And mm-hmm. so by virtue of that, he was a lot, he basically created a world where he was allowed to contradict himself on a daily basis. Right. And then people are like, well, he, that's what he does. Right. Yeah. It's so, well, that's how he does. He, that's what he does. But at the end of the day, he does it. At the end of the day, he's got a, he's a billionaire. It's and coupled, it was that coupled with the fact that he did it so many times All that it was time. impossible to keep up with. So by the time you were like, you figured out what one thing yeah. meant, and then you got proof that he lied, he's now three or four new lies or so crazy statements in, and you're like, and then everyone, the, the people that want or are considering supporting him would see all that and hear all that and be like, I don't know. But then they would just go, you know what? She does the same thing. She's a politician. She lies. I don't believe her either, but for different reasons, right? I, I, so then they go, then they focus back on his message because he did have more of a message than Hillary did. Now, it's not one that you necessarily agree with, but for white middle class people who are struggling, there was something there for them. Right. They were like, yeah, he's saying crazy things and I don't know if it's true yeah. and whatever. Because they, they have a problem believing the news anyway and they think the news is run by the liberal. They have all, there's all these things at work that they end up just going back and focusing on that message and they go, you know what? His message might feed and clothe my children and give me benefits yes. and a dental plan and, and all this stuff. And that's how he got the white women voters because if he doesn't keep yeah, the patriarchy the, the up, yeah. then they don't mm-hmm. have husbands who have sure. jobs who take care of them, who take care of their families. Yeah. Yeah. But it is that was the hardest for me to swallow was I was like, yeah. women voted for him. Really? He was very oh, good yeah. at nailing single issue voters. So I'm going to get your health care down. And people with kids were like, yeah. okay, I'm fucking voting for you. Whereas I think they looked at Hillary and were like, your best friend's the one who made that shitty Obamacare that I don't like. Yeah. And it was literally that simple. They're like, I don't care about any of the other stuff. If my health care goes down, I don't care about anything else. I need to like, right. And he, he picked off all those groups by just one issue at a time. And that's how I think that's how he was able yeah. to get so many people in States like that. I'm going to bring back coal. You can't. Right. But he was like, I'm going to bring back, I'm going to open up these mines. They're empty. Like, it's not a thing. For and- people in those towns and, and, and stuff where they have literally no hope, though, it's like they look at that and they there's a part of them that might not even probably believe he is going to bring coal back, but they go... There's, the, we have better us. odds with the guy that's at least saying it yeah. than the person who's not even recognizing we exist. Yeah, he, exactly. He at least knows we're here. Yeah. Where she keeps saying solar and we're like, I'm not going to, I'm 55. I'm not going to go learn a fucking yeah. solar If you job. have nothing to lose, you're like, yeah. I guess. And there were people like, I, I saw this documentary on the, on a, this town in like North or South Carolina or something that was. The his, coal one? The coal one, yeah. I think it's West Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like historically blue. And they were talking to all these all these voters that were like, we're voting for Trump because look at this. Like yeah. Hillary Clinton has no interest in in our town or anything. And we have voted Democrat our whole lives. We're union people back when they cared more about, you know, the unions and stuff. Um, and they were voting for Trump just based on that. 
Like it had nothing to do with race. It had nothing to do with gender. It had nothing to do with anything. They were just like, we have no money. We're yeah. like selling pla- right. like recycled cans or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, some yeah. of those families. And they took that heartbreaking. One, they took that one quote from her. They, there's a quote from her during a speech where she goes, "We're going to need to come up with new clean energy jobs because." We're going to put a lot of these mines out of business. And what Trump did was just cut the first half <laughs> right, off. Right, right. And it's just Hillary going, we're going to put these coal mines out of business. And the people going, yeah. And, and, she has a big all, smile on her and face. that's all they saw as opposed yeah. to, we need to help these people get other jobs. Right. Yeah. And that's, and they saw that and were like, and he, he would go to those places and be like, we're going to, we're going to open these mines. And they're like, I had a mine job. I'd like it back. Yeah. And that was it. That was the ball game. And he did that several several ways in several places with several different issues. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. It was like shocking that day. But then as the days um, a- after it kind of unfold and all this new information comes out, it seems kind of like it makes a certain amount of weird sense that he won. Well, we're hearing the sides now that we yeah. didn't hear while we were in it. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people in the middle of the country speaking up and saying, this is why I voted yeah. for him. And even I went to Connecticut and there's a lot of people there who voted for him and I'd hear their reasons and I'd just be like, it's mm-hmm. wild that you can just forget everything I else. I know, I know. Because, you know, and, and I can't fathom it, but it has yeah. happened. And I think that now we have to really band together and figure out how to help each other because I don't, I think that we've, there's been just a hate hurricane created. Oh, yeah. I, there's been there's websites all over of everything that's been people have been posting all the hate crimes. They're way up. Yeah, they're very specific. Yeah, anti-Semitic, anti-Muslim. Yeah, gay bashing, gay beating. The word like, Trump's used in somewhere in all of them. Either they're yelling all, it or tr- tagging Trump's it. The or, president now, uh, right? Like you got to get out. Yeah, it's Trump's yeah. America now things are meet your time's over a lot of that right. stuff yeah. and that's just i how does it turn to that where where it really should be like okay this guy won we may have to deal with him for the next four years or yeah. so like what can we do as a community to make sure that people are getting the help that he promised them that they're not going to get from him yeah and how can we further our communities to embrace much nicer goals and and I think it's really it's about bringing nice back, like yeah. Because I th- I don't th- I totally agree. I don't think like in the same way you know these hard line alt right Republicans or like whatever you want to call them are out there you know t- aligning themselves with like white nationalism or neo Nazism or whatever. Like I think the liberals don't do themselves a service either by you know making all the Republicans seem like they're all racist and Nazis and all these awful things and saying things that are just as hurtful to a lot of the people that are not, don't have any of those tendencies, you know, like for them to turn on the news and like see that they're being called racist, sexist Nazis is like just as hurtful as us, you know, being called all, all kinds of awful things that, you know, I would hear that as a complaint from Trump supporters on, a lot, which was, I'm tired of being told I'm a racist just because I'm voting for him. Or just because I'm like a white guy living in Iowa. adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, but that's what you're, their thing but was. But you're okay enough with racism to forgive that in order to get what you want yeah. or need. And the need is a lot stronger. When it's something you need, that is a lot stronger. Self-preservation is unfortunately this... This it's a it's you know your base level instinct. It, I think it determines most of people's behavior, and I think that's what you saw a lot of. Is people were like, "I know he's worse. I don't 
care. I don't care. Right. I need this for my family. I don't care. Yeah. And you're right, Nick. There, it is half of our country. Half of our country said we think this guy is a better. Ch- well, a quarter. Well, ha- half the voted. Yeah. Right. There were like a, millions of others that just fucking stayed <laughs> home, and the, some of them could have been Republicans that were like. I, I don't like or trust that guy. Like they, they, when you sit there and go like Republicans are this, it's like you're leaving out all those Republicans that fucking agreed with your liberal viewpoint. That right. they're like, that guy's a monster. Well, yeah, I'm got, not going to the polls. He got as many votes as Romney, but peeled off a handful of millions of Democrats. So you can make the case that he actually got less Republican votes yeah. than Romney. Yeah. He what just about, said, yeah. well, you know, we're, we're called, like, they're calling him. Trump, Trump, Trump Democrats. Who thought we'd be so sad that Romney didn't win? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, even leading up to the election, you're yeah. like, you know, I know I don't agree with you, but yeah. you don't look so fucking bad. Yeah. Right, you would have made a great Republican president. And also, yeah. you look at him now, you're like, you're a pretty sane uh, nominee for Secretary yeah. of State compared to fucking Rudy Giuliani. I know, but that's oh more God. of Trump lowering the bar to where you're like, yeah, put Glenn Beck in there in the cabinet that's somewhere. The He's pretty cool I now, th- too. I think he does it on purpose. He's like, oh, I'm thinking of Giuliani. They're going to fucking freak out right yeah. then I'm gonna then I'll get Romney put, yeah then they'll let me put anyone I want in there that's yeah. what Just, he does he scares the shit out of you and then he gives you that's abusive yeah <laughs> no I, that's what my my problem with Democrats liberals is it seems to me like when the Republicans win they go instead of being like fuck this we're gonna be obstructionist they they go well we're gonna have to work with them so they just end up getting 48% of what they want as opposed to 50 they're, it seems like Democrats are more willing to compromise, whereas Republicans are just more willing to be like, "How about this? Fuck yourself. Right. Yeah. We're, not, we're not. We're not going to confirm. Sure. We're not yeah. confirming mm-hmm. anyone. We're not right. doing like we right? are going to do how nothing. Do, how is that still happening? I know. That but at this point, that's sense. what I want. That's what I want for my side. I want. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, you know what? Dude, just do nothing. Take take a fucking vacation. I know. I mean, I don't feel like that now, but right afterwards, I was right. like, be obstructionist. Show me you're tough. Like yeah, during the first the over. first State of the Union, if if a Democrat doesn't yell "you lie," I'm gonna be bummed. <laughs> like I want someone to fucking do it. Just be like, "Hey, you guys created this normal. Welcome, welcome to the shit show." Like egg him something but ridiculous. Wouldn't that be like? The, wouldn't that be just more of everyone retreating to their corners and not trying to like? Right. I think the the important thing. I don't as think a everyone country, should be very nice though. I'm, I'm not it's saying super that, petty like, for sure. But when I look at him, I, I almost think in the face of this particular dude, this is a special set of circumstances. He's not a normal kind of thing you don't agree with. I know. But you know it's also I mean? like, but can you be disrespectful of the office of the I president? I have so much trouble with that because it, I respect the office right? a lot. I, I used know. to be, I still, one of the, I got so mad once watching The Daily Show because Jon Stewart called the president dude. And I got. So- I get upset when they call him Obama. I'm like, it's President Obama. President, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the president. That's because he's so lady. cool. Don't you call her Michelle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's the first lady. Yeah. But no, I. That's why my first instinct was to like back away from the news and kind of like not. I love watching this state. Like I love that stuff. I love watching that shit. And I'm like, I'm gonna have trouble watching this stuff because a. I was brought up to respect the office, and all of a sudden, I don't. It's so hard. It's so ugly. I feel like it's probably now more important than ever to watch all that stuff and to keep a closer eye on him and and, and his cabinet and what they're all going to say and do because when it comes time for the midterms and the next election, you want to be as informed as possible. To yeah. be like, I'm not just saying... 
I don't like him because I'm a liberal. It's because of, and then you have reasons and like things to tell conservative family members and friends to kind of like, you know, change their minds with like a conversation versus like, you're a racist member of a flyover state. Fuck you. I'm right. You're wrong. And then there's this analysis I read about how they're using that Italian guy Berlusconi as a model and how they got rid of him. And it was like, they stopped focusing on his idiot personality. That that was the mistake they think was made during this election. All they talked about was his like it like his personality. It wasn't issue based. Yeah, let him write some policies. <laughs> yeah, it was like I mean when you see him try to answer actual questions, you're like, no, seriously, like what are you gonna do? And he's like, we gotta. Look. He literally just says we're gonna really have to look at it. Right. And you're like, Whoa. that's not a response. Yeah. Or, there's a lot of the the word maybe. It's just, it's not actual. We'll see. Yeah, it's like, you're like, no, but like. Trust me. You you control yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you're like, but you you actually get to, you could do stuff. Like, and he has, like, that's what I think you have to do is just ask, ask him lots and lots of questions. I think you're going to see a pretty low number of press conferences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that White House press court, they're not pussies. No, but but even but they have to have access is the right. problem. You're gonna, I think you're going to see very few press conferences, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. even with the press secretary. Yeah, I the think s- you're going to a lot second less. Bush did the same thing. He yeah. didn't have a lot of press conferences. And he, he didn't, didn't show up to almost any of them. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of a lot of Ari Fleischer's face for a long time. <laughs> he wouldn't call yeah. on Helen Thomas for years. Yeah, because she was just, he stopped liking her because she was too hard on him. He like he she hurt his feelings once. He didn't call on her for like ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more of that stuff. But what? So, okay. So take a, pretend America's a couple. Okay. Okay. And they kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> so right now we're we're in. We just we got into a huge argument, and yeah. we're standing in our corners, and we're fucking pissed at each other. Okay. And arguing more just never never ends. In my experience, has never ended an argument. No. Nope. <laughs> um, feels pretty good for a while, but then you're like, okay, we're going to fucking... Because we have to live... We're living together, too. We're a couple that's yeah, living together. together. Um, what do you think we should do as like a... I think the most important thing is hearing and seeking understanding. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, you're probably not going to agree. Mm-hmm. So to say, I want to hear from you why you voted for him. I want to hear from you what you think will change or mm. what you were hoping to accomplish with that vote. And and being able to receive the information without screaming you're a racist, right? right, right. Because even though we might be feeling that, that's not helpful. What's helpful is let's try and get some understanding of each other's sides so that we could figure out how we then work together. Yeah. And if we just go for like, I don't agree, like there's a lot of agree to disagree, right? Which right. is really tough with communicating. Because yeah. you can only agree to disagree for so long yeah. before you're just not friends. And you need <laughs> right, to yeah, be yeah. friends with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Sure. And so if, you, if you're if you like, oh, we agree to disagree about that. Oh, we agree to dis-. It's like, what do you talk about if you agree to disagree yeah. about everything? What do, Are there things on which you do agree? Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... Because it, like, in a weird way, you're like, if you... If I found out, why'd you vote for that person? And they, this reason. And then I, I'd probably say something like, well, did you consider that it'll do this to this group of people? 
And if they were like, no, and I'd right. be like, it's hard. It's hard. At that why point. the fuck didn't you? Right. Like because it was that right there. Them directly. <laughs> right. So I got into a small argument with my very best friend who is a white female who voted for Trump. Wow. And I said, why did you Wait, vote for Trump? Wait, does she live on the East Coast yeah, or East here? Coast. Okay, all right. I said, why did you vote for Trump? And she said, and I nearly quote, <laughs> all of my friends did. Snap. And, See, I, yeah. and I was like, I'm your best friend. You didn't call me and ask me about any of this. And she's like, I know, but you would like have a lot of answers that I didn't understand. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's why you ask me. Let me tell you some of the things that you mm-hmm. might not understand. And when I asked her, this this election directly affects her and her family. And right. she was like, yeah, but does it really? Yeah. It, Oh, it, uh, it does. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, okay, take people like that, like that. Your your best friend, a lot of our family members who, like, you know, right. are these not, are smart people. Right. They're not idiots. Right, they're amazing. They're doing great things in their lives. But to say to those people, like you're a, a homophobe, racist, sexist, xenophobe, all these different things, or racist adjacent, even would you say your friend's racist adjacent? Even it's so hard because I, I normally wouldn't, right. but I still. Have but a her really reason tough was time. like, oh, everyone else is doing it. Like I, I don't. She probably didn't go like. He's kind of right about Muslims. She's probably just like, it's a really confusing election. It's giving me fucking headaches. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I trust a lot of my friends. I think I don't want to argue with my eight friends who I know are voting sure, for. Yeah. I think and they're that's good a big people. part of yeah. it. Oh. I hang out with these people every sure. day. Yeah. I don't want to have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I going to eat lunch with? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a high school mentality. It's a middle yeah. school mentality. Yeah. Those are the people I feel like. High school. <laughs> those are the people I feel like need to be reached or or can be reached. Obviously, these white nationalists are not going to be reached by reasonable, like yeah. w- with reasonable discourse. You know. Well, there was a really great article about the son of one of the main white nationalists mm. who went to college and started with all his liberal ideas at college, and he was going to Shabbat dinners, and he was like, "I don't know." There, it's a great article, but it, it's basically like, "I don't know why we hate all these people. They're my friends. They're nice. Yeah. They're you know." And then he yeah. slowly backed away, and his dad was screaming and yelling, "Like, what do you mean? Everybody's making fun of me because you're now on." And so, and, and the thing is, is that it's wow. anti-education, sure, because it's basically like we can only maintain these fundamental thoughts if we remain uneducated. And so right. it's just a cult mentality of if we send our kid to college, he'll become a liberal thinker and that's going to ruin him for everyone. Mm. What? <laughs> it seems yeah. that not only is he the first like reality show candidate, he seems to be the first candidate that is the re- result of reality entertainment. Yeah, the kind it. of shortening of our attention. Like I see mm-hmm. him as like a He's the first YouTube president. Yeah, he's the practical yeah. application of what we've been hearing about is no one has any attention span anymore. Yeah. You can't tell what's what anymore. No mm-hmm. one's paying everyone's only paying attention to themselves and, the, and their phones and we've all live in this little bubble. Not only right. are we in a bubble, but we're in smaller bubbles and it makes it so you've created by your own lifestyle less space to become informed so yeah. you're more susceptible to be taken advantage of. Right. Because you're like, I don't know where that, I read, my friend told me. Right. And if you listen to Hillary speak, she's very eloquent. She takes her time. She doesn't rush through anything. Yeah. How annoying. Yeah. If you listen to Trump speak, it's all sound bites. They don't really make that much sense, but they're totally exciting. But at this point, she makes, it's, you could make the case that she's making, she was making a mistake by using compound sentences with two thoughts per sentence. Two thoughts. Because then you can split it in half. Right. Yeah. Whereas she's like, we're building a wall. You right. can't 
split we're building a wall and have to get ceases to be a usable sentence right where she was like we're gonna do this because we're going to this and like no no cut it in half we got her we have her yeah this is great yeah and that she she was a victim of her own need to be thorough there was a there was a time during the election where I thought that the media was just puppeteering all of it. Like I was just like even while we were watching the results come in, yeah. I said, "Are they just doing this?" And then at the last minute, they're going to be like, "Just kidding, it's Hillary," yeah. because just we needed kidding. you guys to watch yeah. it. Yeah, because we needed the yeah. news coverage. You know, <laughs> well, like, they did start election coverage nine hours before right. all the and polls. Right, and like, how closed. do you keep it exciting if the yeah. person that you thought was going to win is winning? And so, yeah, yeah. I I was convinced we were being punked for a solid sure. seven of those nine hours and yeah. then in the seventh hour that there was like the meter that the yeah. New York Times oh, had that fucking thing, that when thing I, I hated that I found that I was like well I can't not look at this I now until I kept refreshing just... refresh like this can't be happening why is yeah. it red what's happening it is the worst it went from 90 to 10 you assholes at the New York Times oh. it was fucking cr- when I saw it inching towards 50 I was like uh-oh. I got to close my web browser because <laughs> this thing is going to go back to 70 to 48 to 60. It just kept hovering. I was like, I can't fucking do this. I'm remembering it and you talking about it is triggering me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it raises your heart rate. It reminds <laughs> me of how bad I felt that at some point yeah. I had to acknowledge to Olivia. I was like, this isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I checked it last night just to make sure again. <laughs> and it was at zero. It was over. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, Chuck Todd after one of the debates said one of the most underhandedly misogynistic things I've ever heard. He goes, she comes off a little pre- like overly prepared. I'm like, she's I trying can't. to be the fucking president. I know. <laughs> how, how can you possibly make that a bad thing in your brain where the person running for the highest office in the country is fully prepared? Yeah, like uh, she works a little yeah. hard. I mean, she got treated like the kid. It was like Tracy Flick from that movie Election. Oh, <laughs> it was like no. She's the teacher's pet. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's who I want. Because I'm right. too dumb to do the job. Right. I want the nerd. I yes. want the fucking geek, the hard worker who not who read sure. the. I want who the, doesn't sleep. I want the dork yeah. who read the books in the footnotes. Yes. I feel like, I didn't. I feel like part of that is is people's like uh, a negative depiction of women you know like women only get that criticism well, it's like she sounds bossy and strict and it just reminds you of your mom shrill a like, lot of people shrill. said she sounded yeah. shrill no one's ever she called a male she certainly does not sound shrill I don't shrill. even know what shrill really even oh my god yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Naggy. Naggy was another one they used. Naggy, Naggy yeah. and If Who's anything, she, she was a fucking. She, to me, she just sounded robotic a lot of the times. She was, she was just too much of a politician, and she was like not. I just didn't get like that she was a human being. You know, right. I think that's which the, is a lot of pop, male or female, but I think a lot of people saw that and just went. It was it was it was a woman thing, you know. Well, she's given her life to politics. She yeah. gave her marriage to politics. Sure. People were like, "We don't trust her because she let her husband cheat on her." Right. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. yeah, she didn't let her husband cheat. Victim blaming isn't how you pick sure, a president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that she was held to a. St- abnormally weird standard that no male a creepy standard a politician is held to it's not normal and he was held to zero standards because he started from the beginning saying I don't I don't believe in standards right so like we're not going to have those for me because anytime you tried to say what if President Obama or Hillary did any of the things Trump did and everyone's completely mortified yeah 
No, you did. That happened like as soon as it got, as soon as Trump was like the the last remaining candidate, there'd be something about that every day. If Obama yeah. had said this, it'd right. be a wrap. But then it happened every, every single, single day. day, so it stopped yeah. mattering. Yeah. I mean, even like they're like, if Michelle had posed topless, like, are you like, are you fucking insane? Well, I also he wouldn't have gotten to be a, a senator. I have a really hard time with the slut shaming that's going. That's on. a tough one Poor too. Poor Melania. I do not think she makes a great first lady. Uh, more because of the plastic surgery than because of any naked pictures. But right. I worry about what that look suggests to young women. Yeah. However, the fact that they're taking someone who built an entire career on being a model, which everyone knows is super naked, like that was her career. He picked that. He might have bought it. Like. That she didn't sign up for any of this. No, right. And yeah, people you, are saying you terrible feel... things about her on the internet. Yeah, posting pictures that are very explicit, being like, "Oh, she's your first lady now." It's and just it's so like, insane. how is that? Why are you? I just love you. It. Hate women. She's a. She looks like a captive at this point. Like when you see her, like yeah. it's interesting. Part as of soon that's as, the Botox. <laughs> as soon as he <laughs> won, everyone was like, oh my God, poor Melania. <laughs> like, it was like, she's not going to move to DC. It was like, yeah, no shit, she's not. I'm really yeah. excited to watch Tiffany Blossom. Wow. I think she's going to oh, really, yeah. I think she's going to have a tough time no staying about. Yeah. quiet. She's got a Bush daughter vibe to her. I think it'll get a little weird. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome. The um, other ones, no. Yeah, Tiffany's like a little. She thinks she's a loose cannon. Well, I, well, Tiffany's the one who like has, I guess, has like a very barely a relationship with him. Yeah, and so I think she's looking to maybe enjoy it a little. I hope so. I think so. it's gonna get. I think it's gonna get kind of fun. I hope it gets fun in the way that damages him and not her, though. The the it's amount, gonna damage everybody. The amount of He's, requests that must be coming in for interviews with her. Oh yeah, I mean her inbox must just be flooded with New York Times, the Washington Post. Everybody must be trying to get her to say something. Anything. All of them. Any one of them could be on TV every single day, all day long, if they wanted to. Oh yeah, right. I mean, if if they so chose, they could have their own reality shows in ten seconds. It would be so easy. Yeah, the amount of the amount of stuff. That they could say, like if 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 I just turn on the TV tomorrow and there was like the Barbara Walters four hour TV interview, special. I'd be yeah. like, oh, only four? <laughs> yeah, it's not even it's not <laughs> eight hours. Yeah. I don't think any of it would hurt him. I just don't. No. I don't. I can't tell you how many things people were, were like. Yeah. I can't believe this didn't kill it. Right. Nothing seems to affect that dude. How about poor Billy Bush? That asshole yeah, well, lost yeah, his job, but we made the other guy the president. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am not defending Billy Bush, but what? who makes the rules? What are the rules, people? Right. Like, I, he can't keep a news job because he was a party to that, granted a dirty, gross party to it, but the other guy's the president. Yeah. I think it really speaks to how, how many Americans, and as a country... We're just a country that cares about money. We're oh. just a money country. We well, don't. We don't even know if he has any. We regardless, really we, yeah. TV told us he's a billionaire and his I building. Know, there's that's lots horrible. of gold in his room. We're like, guys, oh, got all those gold things. And as a, we're just, we're a country yeah, that looks either like... wants money or if we get close enough to it, some of it will spill out of the rich guy's pockets and into ours. But some people weren't thinking that way, though. Some people were thinking like, "I don't fucking have any. I just want a job. I want to like to uh, but that, shelter." I think they, and... they trusted a, a rich guy right, simply yeah. because right. he's rich. He knows how to work. He knows how to get a job. Jobs. He right. can get it. For and us. that's why I think none of the substantive policy things or any of the shockingly inappropriate shit he did stuck because they're like. 
I want money. He has money. He knows how to get money. The end. And the thing that's the craziest about that is we really don't know if he has any money. We know he inherited a lot of money. We know he didn't do a great job investing the money he inherited. We know he's lost a lot of money. We know he's been bankrupt many, many times. We know he owes a shit ton. We know he owes $25 from this week. So uh, well, if you look the way his like even his real estate like business is structured, it's mostly outside funding groups. He doesn't build a building with his own money. Right. He takes out massive amounts of money and does it with other people's money. Right. Which is how a lot of people do it. Right. But to say and then he's like, well, these buildings are worth this much. Yeah, but it he doesn't declare how much of that money he owes to the people that invested in those buildings. Right. And if you get to take a loss on your taxes, oh, it's great. Right, but he called himself the king of debt. He loves right. debt. He's like, oh, I'm the king of debt. Like he just because the worst case scenario, you just file for bankruptcy. If it hits the fan, you don't have to pay anyone anything. It's crazy. He's, crazy. he's filed for like seven times. Right, but the thing is, is we can't do that as a country. <laughs> and he's used to the loopholes that have worked for him personally. So it's going to be really interesting to see when yeah. he has his first major failure. How does that look? Because while we're not actually diagnosing him with anything, we know that narcissists in general don't handle failure very well. And so I think that it's going to be really showing us his true colors when something doesn't work. Well, he snaps. You saw him at the end of the... There's a, there's a clip at the end of the third debate when he seemingly got kind of his ass kicked where he's ripping up his little piece of paper with all his notes on it and yeah. he forgot he was still on like right. he's still on he's stage he's used to people being able to cut that yeah he's like, still on stage he didn't occur to him that there would be B-roll a guy who's right. been on nothing but TV shows for 10 right. years he's ripping it up and he's like fuck and he is like dude you didn't know that was gonna get on right because he's probably got final say in everything for his show so he's used to being able to be like oh yeah don't put that in yeah. I just wonder because you think you're like, oh, the people around him are going to be able to like, you know, tamper him down. It's like, why would you think that would happen? Especially now when he's been so confirmed. Like you heard about that. He had the meeting with all the heads of all the media companies and apparently just yelled at him. It's crazy. He's like, I'm in a room full of liars. You all got it wrong. Why should I listen to any of you? Like at this, he's like, we're all like, he's a, a, a psychopath and a narcissist, but he was right. And he won. So how do you go to that guy and be like, okay, here's what we think you shouldn't do. Be like, why should I listen to you? Fuck you. Right. You told yeah. me not to do this. Yeah. And then I was yeah. right. I was right. He was right. The thing is, he was right about Valid- the country. Validate a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> he was right about the country. And I think that's part of what horrifies us. You're like, wait, he was right. Yeah. It means totally it's, right. it just increases your wrongness. <laughs> what do you and- think as a woman in this, the next four years, how do you think? Cause like. A lot of women are worried about reproductive rights and and things like that and how they're going to be looked at and treated, you know. Well, I think that the key is that we need to be voting. Uh, You know, in two years, we need to be voting. Everybody needs to be as much as possible because those things are very difficult to overturn, but they're not impossible. And if we keep having this far right... Every, you know, if everything's Republican, then that's what they're going to work toward because that's yeah. that's the ultimate goal. And it's really unnerving for me because I just feel like I treat the women who are the most affected by this stuff, like women who've been traumatized. A lot of them have been traumatized sexually. And when you when you start to take away reproductive rights and, and decision making and saying like, oh, like I. I read terrible things on the internet, my fault, I'm sure, but just like the way that they would describe, you know, the guy who said, oh, you can stop rape if you think about it hard enough and like yeah. you, stuff like that where you're just like, 
oh, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know how to listen to you. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know where to start. Yeah. It does. It. And so it's so scary because when those are the people who are making decisions, nobody's ever liked having an abortion. In the history of all the abortions that ever happened, no one's ever been like, yes, I get to go get an abortion today. Yeah. Yeah. That is a horrible decision, whether it's medical or whether it's because you made a decision that you regret or whether someone else made a decision for you that he should regret. It doesn't really matter. It's a horrible procedure. Additionally, a lot of men don't understand what happens. It's, it is surgical in nature in that there is a snip inside, but there's no cutting in to, right? So like there, I think Samantha B maybe did kind of a hilarious, uh, she interviewed a guy about abortion, like an older politician. Right. right. And he was talking about cut and she's like, do you think that they cut into the woman to have an abortion? You know, like they don't even understand no idea how it, it works. Yeah. And like the thing, so it was about the, remember they tried to make all the hallways bigger so you could get a gurney through them or two passing gurneys. Yeah. They did all those things. Insane yeah. fake law. Yeah. Just right. so that all those facilities would have to close or not be allowed to offer abortions, yeah. right. and, and the and the risk of of any of that happening during an abortion is like lower than if you have to get stitches in your finger. Like, right, right. It's just the most ridiculous, absurd thing, and so so it's not just that rights are being taken away or threatened. It's that they don't even understand the procedure. They don't take the time to say like, what happens here? Or, yeah. or let's talk to some, let's, let's get a psychotherapy think tank going so we can try and understand the trauma that a lot of these women are feeling. Women who have abortions for, you know, like 15 year olds who get pregnant. I have seen someone later in her life still having all kinds of guilt about having an abortion at 15. And, and, you know, that's stuff we have to process and work through, but it's also, it's because society says, that's wrong, what you did was wrong, you know, to a 15-year-old who didn't pay for the abortion and didn't take herself to the doctor. The thing I think the main problem is a lot of these asshole male old-ass senators, all their reasoning is based in religion. Yeah, it's totally religious. By just virtue of the Constitution, should be in no way part of the discussion. And there was a great. I posted something on social media. It was like one of those tweets from God thing that it's uh-huh. basically like if you care about not women not being allowed to have abortions, but you're not doing anything about Syrian children, like you can't make a religious argument. Like that's yeah. just that just can't be a thing. The Pope this week came out and said there's space for forgiveness for abortion. Oh, did he? He did. He did. I did not wow. know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. That's pretty intense. So to, maybe two Well, that's days the other ago. thing is that if you're actually Christian, there's space for forgiveness for whatever it is you do. For murder. Right. Yeah. You get to do if all If you want to be one of those people that's like, abortion's murder, guess what you can be forgiven for if you're friends, close enough friends with our Lord Jesus. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say you're sorry you for go fucking everything. Yeah. I know because I've, I used to be a Jesus freak. Yeah. So the fact <laughs> that these people can't wrap their head around a concept that fucking simple, right. the yeah. idea that male senators are allowed to participate in legislation that affects female bodies is sh- fucking asinine. Kills me. I mean, you've, we, there, there's all been those like Senate committees with no women on them, right? And you're like, what the fuck is this? Like What's for real, happening? what is this? There's a it should be all women. Literally, it should be all women. Decides. Well, at least there should be a female think tank of like, if you guys were appointed to make these decisions, 
that's our bad for not voting for women for that. Okay. But like, at least call in a group of women to say, how does this affect you? How does this affect you? Do you know what this Men, is? We just don't think in terms, we don't have the experience. So we don't think like, think in those terms. There's this t-shirt company that I love that I follow on Instagram and they just made this shirt that just said tampon should be free. I agree. Completely. And I was like, yes. wait, why? And then I thought about it. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they should totally be free. For sure. Yeah. Women not- spend on average, I think it's something insane like $18,000 over their lifetime on feminine products that men don't ever they yeah. men just get to keep they that 18 grand. They aren't elective. These aren't right. elective. These aren't no those aren't a thing you have a choice to use or not. Oh. You're like, "Oh yeah, they should be super free." Yeah. You, they should be Condoms like Condoms are free But tampons are expensive Yeah you should go to the market And you you buy stuff And they're like Oh yeah and then tampons And right. they, under the counter There's just tampons Yeah That should be something Yeah they should give out Cause like Planned Parenthood And places like that would, yeah. Like they'll just give you A ton of free condoms They you should do that there All those condoms. mailboxes That they had stopped using Should just be filled With fucking tampons I know Your You go in you, office, you have a fingerprint yeah. That proves you're a lady And you fucking take one out Yeah or a stack, because one's not going to do it, Kev. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was one and then some magic. <laughs> it is right. a lot of Wait, magic. you don't just wash that one? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck's wrong with you? One and then prayer. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. And so, like, in, especially in poor communities, right? Yeah. If you're in a family and you have a bunch of women in the family, that's an expense that is incurred upon your family. Yeah. And there's no way around it. And hey. men don't have any of those expenses. No. And, and people complain like, oh, women spend so much money on their hair and their nails. And that's true. But those are elective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're nice, but they are elective. Sure. Tampons are not elective. They're not. But yeah, the, right. that's just not a thing you realize as a dude. Cause you're, and they're taxed in a lot of places. They're beauty taxed. They're beauty taxed? Yeah, there's been a bunch of campaigns about stop taxing tampons and razors and stuff that like aren't really a choice. Dear God, this country hates women. Hates women. <laughs> So many people hate women. It's really amazing and so scary. Women hate women. Men hate women. What bothers me about the abortion thing, too, is the side that's pro-life could give a fuck about the kid after it's born. Of course. Also, the real reason they're pro-life is because kids are cash cows. They need a billion products. As soon as they're born, they need so much shit. They fund so many industries. Okay, but, but... If you actually did uh, an analysis of the cost versus benefit. I mean pro-life politicians, not regular people. But that's the thing is it's like they're not jumping that step ahead of like children who are unwanted generally have nasty childhoods and then do not grow up to be productive adults and then become a drain on the system. Right. So like now there are exceptions. That was a huge generalization that I made. I apologize for that. But if you do not want to have a child and you're forced to have a child anyway, you're just putting that child into a cycle mm-hmm. of mostly not being able to afford things. Yeah. Right. And so while that might work in the beginning, because yes, you do have to have diapers. There's another thing that should be free. Diapers should be free. That shouldn't be an industry. You can't just yeah. let little babies have nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to torture them if you can't afford diapers? You know how many people have gone to prison for stealing diapers? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. It's so disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, the kids are an industry. And Nobody's I, stealing diapers to steal. I don't understand how the politicians that are the most vehemently pro-life aren't like education zealots. Right. Like the yes. like education zealots. Right. Well, because then that would, if anything, that would be getting, if you'd be investing in people not voting for you in the future. 
<laughs> if you were the guy <laughs> who would. made that's sure a that, great point. Yeah. But if you, you were the guy who made sure that you had the raddest school, you'd be like, that's that's the guy that got us this great school. It would be personal. Right. I don't think so because you would you'd just be educated out of voting for someone because they gave you something. They gave you the education to know But isn't isn't that the that, worry? that dude's yeah. taking away reproductive rights and he doesn't, you know, like right. it, the fact that they would be creationists alone, you'd be like, "Oh." Yeah. Yeah. If those guys were just like I want to avoid abortions because no woman's ever wanted to have one, you'd be like, "Better argument." Okay. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I hear that. I think I've always, when I've always thought about abortion, it's like I liken it to war. Yeah. We live in a world where war is a thing. We'd all love it to not be there. It's a thing. Right. No one likes it, but it exists. Yeah. And it's just, you can't, we can't seem to, we can't seem to behave ourselves well enough to get rid of it. Right. But if we had the education, there would be a lot less of it. Yeah. And so by educating our youth into, actual birth control and prevention and things that seem really obvious to us because we're in California. No dancing. Those things come from the same side of the aisle too. It's the people that like don't want sex ed, don't want to, like they're trying to stop something that's going to happen because we're all animals and we need to just fuck each other, you know? (laughs) They're trying to stop that from (laughs) happening and everything that goes with it. Well like, oh, safe sex education promotes sex and you're like, they're gonna do it anyway and then they start fucking don't know how. not only get, do they not know they how get and, and get they pregnant, have have they also have the added bonus of shame. Sure, yeah. So, like, you've got... Also, everything promotes sex. Right. Like, where where are they... Like, why aren't they anti the fucking Disney Channel? Right. Why aren't right. they anti every single billboard with a teenage girl all in underwear? Of, the, it should be anti all of marketing and advertising. Right. Every billboard on Sunset Boulevard. There's that one that it was just an ass. I don't even know what it was Who for. Whose ass jeans. it was? It was just an ass. <laughs> Which yeah, is really funny ass. because you're like, it's a jeans company ad. There aren't even jeans in the fucking app. It's yeah. just a naked chick. It was just like lower an half. ass. You're like, yeah. okay. I thought about that today. I was I was driving and I saw some women walking and I was like, it just reminded me of that like the, the notion of, of when men are like, well, look at the way they were dressed. I was like, there aren't a lot of clothes that are designed without the notion of the sexual shape of a woman in mind. Right. There, there, there aren't like... You have to go out of your way to find boxy women's clothes. Most yeah. clothing for women is designed with the notion of an hourglass shape in mind. It's to accentuate those lines. Right. It's you'd have to. It'd be kind of hard to shop that way. And if that's all that's available, you're just like, I'll just find the best, the, the version of that stuff that fits the best. Yeah. So the notion, like, well, look how she's dressed. Like, how else can right. women dress? But in they don't make women's jeans are cut different than men's jeans. It's yeah, not, there's no like straight leg option. Yeah, and it's not because like women. <laughs> like if you got your girlfriend, here's some straight leg jeans. She's like, "Are well, you trying to make me homeless? Like I can't yeah. be this person." It's not like women are like, "Ugh, no." If, if denim doesn't touch my entire leg, top to bottom, I uh, my skin. It's like no, that just those are the options. Yeah, yeah. options are given. It's like women's yeah. jeans are tight, right across the board. And when you right. say like you know she chooses to dress like that, there's a little bit of truth in that. But someone else made the clothes. Yeah. Like she has the option of dressing. And like in a that. certain price range, in yep. a certain like area right. around her house, like what oh, you can drive a hundred miles. Like yep. ordering clothes online is a pain in the ass. They don't fit, you gotta send them back if they don't fucking fit. Right. I don't like you could say I choose to dress a certain way, but it's also a byproduct of the people around me. Yeah. Like where I grew up, I'm the amount of money I have versus the amount of money I don't have. 
It, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we this country hates women so much. It's crazy. No, I, I think, but I think that that's that's the realization of this election that we need to come away with is that that is so so true, and we need to be aware of it, and we need to start mitigating the damages because yeah. we that's that was the su- surprise. Everyone hates women. Wow. Whoa. I think one of the because I ha- have hated the circular firing squad that the Democratic Party has now turned into post-election. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing is not to, and it's been okay, is not to demonize Hillary as a person and as a candidate. Right. She was a candidate that had that had minuses like any candidate. Right, people kept saying, oh, the Democratic Party should have never picked her in the first place. What? Why? I don't She's, disagree with that. She, you don't disagree that they shouldn't have picked her? Yeah, I think Bernie Sanders would have been but he just didn't fine. get enough votes. But it's also hard. Well, I mean, then then you have to like, then you question the DNC's decision to but like think shift it towards her when he clearly was, as far as like what the people wanted, which is part of the reason the Democrats don't have the White House right now is that they didn't listen to that. Right. Like aside from the people that are, that had a problem with a woman candidate and there's people that are voted because they had race in mind and all these different things, you still have to factor in that there's a reason Trump and Bernie Sanders were so popular and right. it didn't have anything to do with race and sex and any of that. It had no, to do with people. I worked on the Lieberman-Gore campaign uh-huh. and I think that if Bernie had one, we would just be a lot more, or the, just the primary, we would just be a lot more surprised at how much people hate Jews. Like I mean, it all comes down to like we mm. we end up settling on those yeah, things. But no one thought a black guy was going to get elected president because America, if anything, that hatred runs deeper than all of it in a lot of this country. And the 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 rift that black and white America have is like that you can't even get near that a, a lot of times. You can making racial jokes is way touchier than making like jokes about women and anything else. But you that's can get away exactly with it. That's exactly it. So because those things aren't as touchy, it just turns out to be the 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 issue right like that's the surprise surprise we hate women more because we were just joking about it before oh it's not a joke it's actually totally true but there's I mean there's always going to be an issue is the thing it's like and it's also hard to just go back and say well he wouldn't have won because people would have everyone's hatred of Jews would have started like coming up I don't know where not say that either and I don't not I don't don't agree with the everyone's hatred of Mm -hmm. Jews but I just think that there are a lot of people in this country as well who would not vote for a Jewish man to be the president sure and I think that that would come out equally as much as like we don't want a woman we don't want to see a woman it also does though again imply that the election was won and lost based on gender and race which i don't think it was i think part of it had to do with that but a lot of it and the reason i more class the reason i think that is because if it like the other side of it is it my my argument that it didn't have that much to do or the 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 win and loss didn't have to do with just race and gender is that trump and bernie both became so popular and in demand as candidates two white men <laughs> right but, well one you're saying is jewish but right. a lot of people and a lot of republicans would be like well it was between those two i'd go with him and the same with with the other swing they'd go they'd go that way is because they were populist they were representing what was missing in america right. like voices that were unheard and just left in abandoned coal mine towns or wherever else where car manufacturing cities and and, and the like that i don't think they didn't get elevated because people hate 
women and minorities. They were elevated because these people were saying something that those people have not heard out of a politician in many, many years. So I think Bernie being there in place of Hillary, he probably would have stood just as good a chance, if not better. And the fact that we saw that it was this close and the fact that so many Democrats flipped to Trump in, in all those key states, I don't think they flipped because they hate women and they're racists. Some of them maybe, but I think some of them were like, I want... I want to feed and clothe my family and I want to live in a house and I want a job and I want to be able to take care of my 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 life and my own well-being and, and, and my communities. I don't think... I mean, we hope that that's Some of it, it is, is race but. and gender, but some of it... And I think like if people refuse to acknowledge that that was the other side of it, it's so easy to just... You just revert back to just painting all of America as a bunch of racists and a bunch of sexists. Like that's well, but the, there. But the institutionalized part is that the mm. the the fact that the standard is already so different. It's set right. so different if you're not white or not sure. male. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, President Obama was an epically well-behaved president with an epically well-behaved family. Oh, where yeah, like yeah, yeah. he didn't. Nobody there stepped out of line. Right. It was all like Ever. you're representing <laughs> yeah. Black America. Mm-hmm. Please do it well and don't embarrass us. Yeah. And they were like, we're not only going to do it well, epic. Right. And so, but, but every other president we've had has fucked up something, fucked around somewhere. Like they're all, you know, and like, and it's just like, oh, he's, well, he's, you know, he's a male. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Don't worry about it. You get away with, I mean, you have a handicap, you know, for sure. Like you have to But Obama did not have, he, he did not have that. At he any walked point. a tightrope though. He, he did. Time. He did. Yeah. yeah, because and that that is but that's because race. yeah, that is race. Yes. And r- racism and sexism again. Like I think b- you can argue that both of those things were in play this election. That there are there is more racism and sexism sexism than we thought going in. Especially the last eight years of so having a right. black president and right. all the social progress we've achieved for sure. Thinking and that it, was over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, hey, white privilege. See you later. You know. Yeah. Like you thinking that we were kind of that was on its way out was a, took a lot of people aback you're like oh there's still more but to focus on that and make it like the reason Trump is in office and the reason Hillary lost like you're leaving out a lot of why we could end up getting him reelected again in four years because if you just sit there and go it's because all those fucking flyover states and those, they're all a bunch of racists right. and they're no, all a bunch totally of xenophobes guess yes. what's gonna happen the Congress will stay Republican and in four years, Trump will just get reelected because those Republicans that aren't any of those things aren't going to listen to us calling right. them sexist and xenophobes. They're going to go, whatever, man, Trump's doing fine. The, the the economy didn't tank. We're bringing him back. Right. We need to ask, tell me why you feel that way. Right. Because we need to figure out how they can feel hurt. Yeah. Because if someone like Trump can make them feel heard, then yeah. smarter people can make them feel heard. Yeah, too. the Democrats need to find a younger Bernie Sanders that can say all the fucking things that Trump is saying, but not all the crazy stuff. Is it and Cory Booker? That what? Is I don't know Cory if it's Booker? Cory Booker. <laughs> right. I don't know enough about what he's actually done. And I think now a lot of the country is going to be pretty skeptical of someone who all of a sudden is an economic populist. Right. And like it's all about the Rust Belt all of a sudden like, you know, you You, weren't in Ohio that often before. You can't go too hard. But I mean, that's where politicians are fucking brilliant behind the scenes. They'll just find the guy who they ease into our lives over the next four years. They find a guy who actually is 
from one of those Rust Belt states. Has a military background, has populist leanings, has a pretty good record of that. I'm not going to know his name, but there was a guy. He won the Senate the year Obama won. He was that guy. He was a blue, he was what they call a blue dog. He was ex-military. He was in the Senate one term. He's like, this is fucking bullshit. And he quit. He was like, these guys are assholes and I hate this. Mm -hmm. Everyone's, this is garbage. Like he literally quit in disgust. But he was that dude that was like, oh, that guy could win all day. Yeah. But I think you're right in that we're, a, in the next four years, we're going to learn a lot about the Rust Belt. Oh, yeah. Like we're going because it's Democrats aren't going to they're going to be like, California, you're good. we're not going to talk to you. We don't need to talk right. to you for a while. They're gonna, sure. We're going to be you guys are good. relatively sure. ignored. Yeah. But like it is that you're going to need to find someone who can talk about jobs and say when he says he's going to bring back coal, he can't. Right. Mm-hmm. What we actually need to do is this thing and make it cogent enough to be like. He's right. The plant didn't reopen because it can't. And I don't work faster than a machine. They don't. Coal jobs weren't lost mostly because of environmental problems. It was they were lost to automation. Yeah. And people, but they don't give a fuck. And like they're not. You can't work as fast as a machine. And so they say, but we can teach you how to run a machine, and it can build this thing instead. And that and. What they? I was reading a thing a white nationalist said. That that banner guy who's awful. Mm -hmm. He was like. We his main point is we abandoned the middle class for the last 40 years and created a middle class in Asia. Well, now some of those states, some of those places like in that documentary in West Virginia are so poor, you can pay them around what you pay the Chinese. Like there are places now that are so depressed, you can put a factory there. And it's the kind of thing where like these people want jobs so bad where you need you need a Democrat who's like, I'm going to put a fucking factory in that dead town in Ohio. Yeah. It's going to employ a thousand people and it's going to employ truck drivers. And because these places have been so abandoned, you, the fact of the matter is a lot, and I'm a union person, but some of these unions are going to have to be willing to like relax some of their standards. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, cause that's part of the reason all those jobs go there is because yeah. they have zero, they can pay the, they pennies. have no thing. And it's yeah. like, we don't have to pay the truck drivers $60 an hour in China where it's like, Hey, we're starting from the bottom here in West Virginia, so mm. we're going to pay people this much because that's the standard of living here. Right. And w- we get that you have this particular thing, but we need we want this factory more than we want the extra four dollars an hour that you're going to mm. we're going to lose the election over. That it's I mean, so there are places when that when you watch any of those documentaries, <laughs> it's so hard. When you watch these documentaries, you look at you see people that all they want to do is work, yeah, and they'll work as hard as you need them to. That's all they take pride in. Right. They're just like, give me a job. I'll work my fucking ass off. I just want to put food on the table and fix it, fix the door. They're all they want to do is work. There's, it's so simple, and it's speaking to that simplicity. Yeah, you need a guy that's going to be able to do that, and 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 Democrats need yeah. to work on their. We they, we have such a, a fucking tendency, like to come off as condescending. Overly like like snooty dicks who love sarcasm. We love to be like, this is just like 1984, and they're like, I didn't read that book, and fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's just, this is just like that. I stop saying Iron Rand. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care. Right. Yeah. You guys are like the boss. I don't like. You're that snooty yes. asshole by the copy machine that that makes me feel stupid because I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Fuck you, man. It's yeah. that. It's like where you you look down on us. You guys look down on us. You're snarky. Right. It's the way it's the reason I don't like Keith Oberman 
Or like I would even Rachel Maddow world ten miles smarter than me. I, it's it's too it's too jokey. I'm like, what are you saying right yeah. now? You, you watch her long enough, you're like, wait, am I a Republican now? <laughs> yeah. like, that's how much smarter you are. Than or me? do you I don't just know. hate women? Sure, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. looking down on. They feel looked down upon. <laughs> it's right. that. I mean, we said it last week. It's that Lyndon Johnson quote: If you find the poorest white man and convince him he's better than the highest up black guy he'll give you all the money in his pockets even if his pockets are empty yeah. and he gave he was like you guys are great and they were like no one said that to us in a long time yeah it and was it, in on the fucking hat it was the campaign it was like he it's the same concept yeah. as is in really animation good at marketing. it was the crazy sim, the simpler you make a face the more people identify with it that's why yeah. mickey mouse is popular he's yeah. he's all circles pokemon there's like two, the happy face People yeah. look at something simple. They can put themselves in it. Right. He was simple. Yeah. I want to make America great again. Lock her. Three words. Lock her up. I can't. Stuff you that. could remember. Yeah. Terrible. He was a candidate that was like written for a movie uh, by yes. like a in a movie. He yes. was like the ridiculous he was candidate. The, he was the entertainment candidate. And yeah. who better than a fucking he's an entertainer. Yeah. He saw it from a mile yeah. away, and we were, we all thought we were so smart. Yeah, we we're like, we'll just smart. eye roll our way out of this one. Literally, <laughs> we're like, our, these eye rolls will keep the polls going right yeah, past yeah, midnight. Yeah. That's yeah. what we all thought. We thought we could be, we could snark our way into a win. And this we, is so ridiculous. We don't even have to vote. Literally, right, right, we're yeah. yeah. You heard people. Yeah. Votes don't matter. We got oh, this. I guess they kind of do. Oh. Yeah. You saw it, she lost by small numbers in some of those places. I know, dude. Brutal. We're all gonna die. Yeah. So well, let's just let's try to die being nice to each other yeah. and helping so, each other out. As um, do you have like a closing closing thoughts for America the couple? America the couple. What do we need to do for like our next session will be in two years? You loved each okay. other once. America the couple will come back for another session in two years. Yeah. What do you suggest we all do? Well, I suggest we all get individual therapy. Okay, yeah. Everyone first <laughs> sign up for if that. If you're not working on yourself, yeah. you for sure can't be working on a couple. Please yeah. secure your own oxygen mask exactly. before putting on the child. <laughs> I've been using that for the past three weeks. Yeah, I'm like, I know this is a cheesy metaphor, but it's mm. really, really true. If you're not practicing self care, you can't help anyone else. Right. You need to be. A lot of people will like throw themselves into like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go help this, and they don't take care of themselves, and then they burn out or they get hurt and. You know, it's that's not the helpful thing. The helpful thing is saying, what do I need to feel safe right now? Do I need to be surrounded by friends and family who make me feel safe? Do I have that community? Do I need to establish that community? And then once I feel safe, how can I help other people? What can I get involved with? Are there organizations? I always suggest pick one or two. A lot of people will make like a whole list. Like I'm going to donate to all of these. I'm going to volunteer for all of this. Yeah. One or two. Just find the one that really speaks to your heart and say, I want to do this. And as a couple, do it together. You know, so find your community or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and say, like, let's decide as a couple which one of these charities makes the most sense to us that we could really, really just love ourselves and them with it. And join and help and do it together. Yeah. 
You mean scream crying into a pillow is <laughs> not the move? It's, that's just a poor coping skill. <laughs> right. But the thing is, right. is if scream crying into a pillow makes you feel better for a little while, that's okay. I've had a couple of clients who've had like adult tantrums where they've yeah. broken things in their homes because <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. are so frustrated. The yeah. frustration hits a point. And I say, okay, is so there yeah, anything, yeah. anything you can't afford to replace? No, I'm okay. All right. Who cares? Like, so it's a bad coping skill. Garage, like right. Yeah. It's, it's not a great coping skill, but it's it's better than lots of other things. So it's like if your bad coping skill isn't that bad and it doesn't affect anyone else and you're not actually hurting yourself or someone else, that's okay for now. Yeah. Do the coping skills you know while you learn the ones that are better for you. Sure. If so long as they're not harmful. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Don't have that coping yeah. skill be drugs. Right. <laughs> it needs to not be yeah. drugs or cutting or anything that's, that's dangerous. Towards other, yeah, yeah. But like a lot of a lot that's of That's a good one too. A coping skill for America the couple. Uh, that's not violence towards others and like right. hate hateful thoughts and, and Right. And journal, you know, like if you're freaking out over this election and you don't know who to talk to and you don't know what to do, do some journaling, write it out, get it out so that you're not abusing your friends and relatives with it. And just don't write it out on Facebook. Yeah, because that would be abusing your friends and relatives (laughs) because we got to fucking look at that shit. Only hide it in a drawer. Exactly. Burn it if you need to. If that (laughs) makes you feel better. They should just call our website Face Trigger because that's what it is. Face Trigger. Just go on there. Trigger book. I will say I cannot believe the amount of white males who wrote horrific things on my Facebook when I would post articles that were at all pro-female, at all pro... Anything that... It was unbelievable. I spent... I took a day off once arguing. I took the day off. I was like, I need to just continue to clarify yeah. that this person is so wrong and so far off that I'm going to just cancel everything else I'm doing and manage this. Be- not for that guy. I'm not getting through to that guy. But for outliers who are watching and they're not sure and they're like, oh, she might be right. Oh, now it sounds like he's right. Oh, I don't know. I wanted to stick with it so that it mm. could be like, okay, I need everyone who's on the fence to know that this guy does not know what he's talking about. I just about. don't know why... There are dudes out there that want want it to be harder and want to attack women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. on my page, I didn't on post women. it on his I've page. Never, never, I posted it on my yeah. own page. Yeah, I can't even. Understand. I, I got hit with a response that he said, "There's no such thing as misogyny or institutionalized racism outside of college." And I was like, "I, I that doesn't okay. I yeah. don't, I don't even know." Where so to those start with bridges this. they built lower in Brooklyn, so buses couldn't get under them, so the blacks wouldn't get into Manhattan. Those are lies. All those lies. were built by the local college. Built by lies. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was just really. It was. It's this magical thinking of it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't affect me, so therefore it doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's really important. I continued these conversations on Facebook, not for my own fun, because it was extremely stressful, but because I was like, there are people who do not know this information yeah. and if I have to take the hit in order to do it so be it it's weird man it's so weird guilt is hard to process and we've watched people who are like not gonna process that at all right go to therapy <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said yeah. exactly um, therapy boom <laughs> Uh, your social your socials I'm at people? the Saranovia T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H N-O-V-I-A that's for, for Twitter and Instagram and everything exactly. got one thing for all Just of it that's the all. way to do it yes thank you again for being here thank you for having happy me happy one year anniversary of doing this podcast thanks so much yeah happy holidays all that stuff and we'll see you guys next week bye